0: What's up, guys? Daniel Dumbrell coming at you from Shenzhen, China. In today's episode, I wanted to speak about turning the current situation around the world into a positive for ourselves in any way we possibly can, particularly because I'm getting some concerning messages from people who seem to be kind of losing hope, not necessarily because of the virus itself, but because of the economic implications as well. A lot of people are going to suffer from this, many of whom might not have the necessary reserves required to get through this comfortably. I myself, of course, am starting to worry as well. As many of you know, I own a brew pub in Shenzhen that has been closed for quite a long time due to the current situation. And now that we're slowly opening back up, the business still just isn't there to even pay for the expenses. I have a second export business which relies mainly on the Canadian market, which is probably going to slow down very quickly now that we're seeing shops and restaurants temporarily closing their doors in order to start this nationwide social distancing effort over there. This is going to be harder on some more than others, particularly if their jobs are now at risk. But what can we do in the meantime? Not from an income point of view, there isn't going to be much we can do about that in the short term, but how can we make the best of this? How can we make the most of this? This is a question I asked. And as a fan of podcasts myself, I turned to some of my favorite ones, which explore philosophical topics to see if I could find any inspiration. I wanted to start with a pandemic specific one. And for that, I turned to the podcast Hidden Brain and wanted to listen to their 2016 episode, Panic in the Streets. What I ended up finding is that Hidden Brain had packaged two episodes together and rebroadcasted it last year. They packaged it up with another episode called Embrace the Chaos, which was also originally aired in 2016 and was an episode I had listened to quite a long time ago. I thought, what the heck, I'll listen to the package deal even though I had already heard the second part before. The packaged episode is called Don't Panic. You'd think this was specifically put together for this current crisis, but it's not. It was put out there on April 2019. Well, I'm glad I did go for that package because it's actually that episode, the one that I had listened to before, even though it's not pandemic related specifically, that gave me the most relevant things to think about when considering how to turn our global situation into any positives possible. The panic in the streets part of the episode, the first half, which is the part that I had not heard before, was great. And it was quite an adventurous story which covered Ebola eradication efforts in Liberia. There were some great examples in there of desperate times requiring desperate measures, including stories of the CDC turning a blind eye so that drug addicts could still get their supply while agreeing to stay in quarantine. Stories of necessary trickery and bribes and everything else in between in order to do what you've got to do in order to stop a pandemic. There's even a great story of tracking down an appropriately named gangster named Time Bomb. (laughs) I highly recommend listening to it. But it was actually that non-pandemic related Embrace the chaos part of the episode, the last half, the episode that I had listened to a while ago, which offered the most inspiration. In that episode, we heard from Tim Hartford, the author of a book named Messy, The Power of Disorder to Transform Our Lives. There are a number of great stories and examples of chaos and unexpected or unplanned accidents sparking positive change. In this episode, they also spoke about Brian Eno, a producer who worked with a number of famous musicians. Brian has a unique creative strategy that relies on the realization that when you're in an accident you're suddenly paying attention to everything during that tremendous sense of threat. While the threat is bad, accidents are bad, the increased attention is good. Using this philosophy, he deliberately puts the musicians he works in into stressful situations to suddenly heighten their attention. The sudden awareness and intensity of your attention can lead to great creativity. When everything is perfect and tidy, we're on autopilot and we're not necessarily living in the moment. That's where we're at now. We're no longer on autopilot and going about our lives in our usual repetitive ways day in and day out we've been thrown off track here. Speaking of tracks, there was another great example they gave of what happened when certain London underground tracks went on strike for 48 hours. Commuters were forced to find a new way to get to work. But after the strike was over, they found that 5% of those commuters, which represents thousands of people, didn't return to their old way of getting back to work. They ended up finding a better, faster, more effective way of getting to work during that disruption. So it required throwing them off track, literally, for them to discover that there was actually always a better way of doing things. We've been thrown off track here also. We suddenly have time to reflect, to think carefully about what we do from day to day. Our plans for next month don't matter anymore. All that matters is what we're doing right now. We're forced to live in the moment. This will change society in so many ways. What are those things that will change? We can only theorize. Will we go back to normal handshakes after this, or will we become hyper-aware of how germs spread and this you know, fist bump and elbow bump that we're suddenly doing, will it become more commonplace even afterwards? Will Western societies suddenly change to not stigmatize people who wear masks during an outbreak? We're not seeing that yet, of course, but I have a feeling we still have some time to go here for that to change. Will the work from home culture evolve more, And the tools that we now put in place to prepare for any future crisis be used during even normal circumstances going forward, creating more work-from-home opportunities in the future? Will the video conferencing software options being used now so much more than ever for work and remote school lessons evolve more, becoming commonplace, providing future integrated infrastructures for... Example, sick or disabled students being able to continue lessons from home when they can't make it into school. Will home delivery options get a sudden infusion and boost in attention and usage? We don't know. I'm sure there will be improvements that come in one way or another, even if they are on things that I haven't even imagined here. How about personal improvements? Well, first I'll add in another great example they used in the Hidden Brain podcast to drive home this point of being thrown off balance to discover something better. They used the great Martin Luther King Jr. famous... I have a dream speech. He had meticulously prepared a speech for the day he delivered this famous speech, and the podcast mentioned what his script actually said, which was pretty dry and boring. He realized that at the last minute while in front of his audience, and it took recognizing that and being thrown off balance by somebody asking him to tell them about his dream for him to produce what is now recognized as one of the greatest speeches of all time. We too are off script now. We have an opportunity here to recognize if the script we've been following from day to day is really good enough or not. Whether it's born from the time we now have to reflect or it's from an even bigger disaster of needing to find a new source of income, we now have an opportunity to look for something better. Granted, this is something that might be a little bit more difficult in the short term considering how limited new opportunities might be in the next little while here. But new discoveries about what you can do or what you're good at or what you enjoy may very well come from being forced into new situations. There are obviously more important active things we need. need to be worrying about in the short term to protect ourselves from what's going on. But I think it would be a real pity if we waste such an immense opportunity to reflect in such a way that's only really possible in certain circumstances, particularly when we're faced with a once in a lifetime type of scale event like this. I'm going to wrap it up here guys for now. So stay strong everyone. And whether it's this time or next, whether it's as serious as this or not, never stop forgetting to look for silver linings, to look on the bright side, or to experience the kind of growth that can only happen in the face of such turbulence. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.